recording and okay we are now live okay oh then you gotta start this this deal oh okay Honest, open, and vulnerable may contain adult language and material that is not suitable for listeners under 18. This is a stream of consciousness podcast that delves into an eclectic mix of topics. Audience discretion is advised. And welcome to episode 142 of Honest, Open, and Vulnerable. I am Ryan. And I'm Scarlett. And we are missing uh, our other partner here today. He's on assignment. Um, if you would like, we do value audience participation. Uh, you can obviously send us a live chat. You can also uh, reach us on Instagram at HOV Podcast. You can also send us an email at HOVpodcast at gmail.com. You can find my blog at inscarletstorm.wordpress.com. And you can find me on Instagram at the Fuchsia Lady at, and that's T H E F U C H I A L A D Y. And you can also post a comment on our website, hovpodcast.net. You can call and leave us a voicemail at 231-846-8420. And you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash honest.open.vulnerable. And you can find me on Instagram at kernel underscore tux. That's K-E-R-N-E-L underscore T-U-X. And we are back, back at you live again at uh, Stu- Studio Reverb. And uh, um, and once again, we are li- live on YouTube. So if you um, if you can, you know, po- post in the live chat. Um, if you if uh, if you know some if you you know think what a good show title is, you can add hashtag show show title and you know contri- contribute to the show and whatnot. So uh, we like to start every every uh, show with our uh, mo- moments of squeeze. So uh, what do you have, Scarlett? Well, I'm glad that I am feeling a little better. I've been struggling with my health. Um, I just got diagnosed with neuropathy, which I actually have kind of suspected for a while. So getting a, I was in the emergency room last week and saw my doctor this week. We're changing some meds and some things that we're trying and we'll see how that works. But I am just, I'm feeling a little better and I'm glad about that. And then I got this, I, I, I have to tell you my, my happy. So about what, six or seven years ago, you and I went to the first Comic-Con together mm-hmm. It's no longer Comic-Con. It's Pulp Culture Con. But uh, back then it was Denver Comic-Con. And they, um, I bought, bought my first comic book. And um, the comic book that I chose was a series called She, S-H-I, by Billy Tucci. And it is so awesome. And um, he had the, this year at the San Diego Comic-Con, he released the 25th anniversary edition of the very first She comic, and that's called Way of the Warrior. And he released it as a boudoir uh, edition. I'm going to show the cover, um, covering up the the tantalizing yeah. parts. Um, but this is what it looks like, um, and it's awesome. Um, you can go to BillyTucci.com and see some of his other work. It's really awesome. Last year, was it last year or the year it, before? It might have been the year before because we, we, didn't, we didn't go uh, last we didn't year. Go this, think, well, no. we didn't go this year. We right. went last year. Oh, right, right, right. It's it, was, it was last year because, time it, was this, it, because <laughs> it was the same year that we got to, we got to um, have our picture taken. That's right. That's right. With John Barrowman. With that's John right. Barrowman. So anyway, um, we met Billy Tucci, really nice guy, um, really down to earth, really friendly. When I told him that 
that was the first comic book that I had purchased. He said, you know, well, then I want to thank you for my success. And so that really, he was really genuinely just a really down to earth, nice guy. So I do want to, I wanted to support his work. So he released the 25th anniversary edition, but he was only going to do 99 copies. I got the 91st um, because I did it through pre-order and whatever. So I got a copy and I have the original that I had purchased also um, when it first came out. So it's kind of interesting to see the contrast. And and this isn't just like normal uh, uh, comic book cover. No. I mean, there, there's, there's, def there's definitely some, uh, um, it's, there, vela. it's substantial. <laughs> yeah. It's Vela paper. And I'm just going to, I'm going to show you some of the, I know you can't probably see close up, but just some of the really cool artwork and the storyline is amazing. So I just, um, it's, it's, uh, it kind of touches on, um, Catholicism and the Crusades back in um, Japanese history. Hmm. And so, but uh, it's in modern times and it's really cool. And he's coming out with a new release. I'm not sure on the timeline on this, but he's doing a new storyline 25 years later. So it should be really interesting. And if you look at look at her face, it looks like a young Tia Carrera. Mm -hmm. And that's funny. Yeah. That's funny because 20 years ago, they had plans to make a movie starring Tar uh, uh, Tia Carrera, and it just never came to fruition. He does have a movie deal in the works, but we'll see how that goes. And just so if you, if you get a chance, go to BillyTucci.com, check out his stuff. You'll... It's, we'll we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, it's really it's really a great. Um, he's really just. I wanted to support his artistry. So, and then we also we have ordered a poster that has not come yet that will be hanging right behind me when we get it. And I'm also going to be getting another poster from him um, that's going to be in our living room. So that's something that those are my happies. And uh, how about you? Um, well, I've been, I've uh, just, uh, or the beginning of this week, I started a new, uh, a new, uh, pro the third of my five uh, portfolio projects for, um, for uh, code school. So I'm uh, utilizing Ruby on Rails, which is a big web framework. It sets up like a scaffold. So you don't have to like, like build, build every, everything bit by bit by bit. Granted, you could, but you know, I mean, if you're a masochist, but <laughs> but I'm making a what what I'm doing is make, making a podcast interview man manager where you know you you sign you sign in and you know you create you you know set set up set up however many podcast show, shows and you know and create create interviews and and all, all and that that kind of stuff. So I've I've been uh, really kind of you know neck neck deep in that. Um, this is actually the first. Uh, First project that I'm building, uh, utilizing uh, test-driven development, where you actually you write you write a test and say, okay, this is this is what I expect out of the end, and in instead of like just prototyping, which is what I've been doing in the past, but uh, with this school, the, it's it's they're uh, they're building it so that. Uh, you utilize uh, test-driven development, where the the only way you can progress from lab to lab is to get the tests to pass. And with test-driven development, you're literally only writing the exact code that you you need to get the test to pass. And also, it kind it kind of it gives you more freedom because when you when you're like just prototyping and you get it to work, it's like okay, now I don't want to touch it. <laughs> you know you just what you just it, it's work it's working let's just leave it the way it is and with test driven development you kind of have a little button that you, that it, it's you know it, it it's kind of like having a little box with uh with one green light and one red light and you press a button and if it works it shows up red if not it and if or or 
No, I got oh, that wow. backwards. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't work, it shows the light, you know, it lights up red. And if it does work, it lights up green. So you have a little bit more room to play around and, and, uh, and optimize because anytime you try something, you can just press the button. Oh, it's green. Okay, cool. I can keep going. Or, you know, oh, it's red. Okay, I need to try some other things. So, so that so yeah that's that's uh been challenging and fun in its own way but my mo- moment of squee um we're, I'm just going to kind of touch uh, on it um cuz the it, it's it's actually a topic I'd like to uh delve into one one Matt one Matthews in in the studio mm-hmm. but um I had heard about um I I, I was bouncing around YouTube and, you know, and, uh, I was, I, I was, uh, just scrolling through, uh, Joe, Joe Rogan's, uh, ep- episodes and for one, and I heard, and I saw, saw this one and an Andrew Yang and he, but he talked, I mean, he was, he's an entrepreneur and he's going, he's going for the uh, presidential ele- election here in 2020. Um, he's, or right now he's just going for the, the democratic, uh, nomination, nomination. Mm-hmm. and he, he's not, he's not a, uh, a politician. As I said, he's an entrepreneur and he just he sees a lot of a, a lot of systemic problems that he he's like you know what i i have a few a few ideas on how, on how to make this work and he's a sharp guy from from what from uh, what i what i've seen so um so yeah that's that's kind of, um so yeah that that was my mo- moment of squee was uh what was um Learning that, learning about his 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 ide- his ideas and what he wants to, what he wants to put in put in action. Um, I want to mention something that we 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 were bored last night, so we decided to watch TED Talks. That's just mm-hmm. something that it's something different. We don't ever watch it, so I mean, you know, something new. So we heard about the the um, they're working on the technology to use brain scans to see, um, determine lying. Oh yeah, that's that? right. Yeah. And we were, t- we were oh, saying it was, it was like transderm transdermal tr- optical oh, yeah. thing yeah. where, where it detects like minute changes in like the, the temperature of your skin. And there's something called the Pinocchio effect. So your nose and no, your nose doesn't grow, but your nose does get the temperature. The temperature does change in your cheeks and in your nose when you're lying. Um, so, so um, the speaker uh, made the comment that yes, we probably should use this for politicians. And um, so, yeah, that was kind of an interesting. Yeah. So, so, so just talking about politi- politi- politics there for a <laughs> yeah. minute. But but yeah, it's um, he he well one one of his, his uh, Andrew Yane's flag, flagship or it, his his actual flag, flagship not one of his but is he's calling it the Freedom Dividend, which it, which uh, it's an, it's another way of saying universal basic in income, and it it doesn't it doesn't uh, fit. Fix a lot, you know. It, it, it doesn't it, fix everything. No, no, it's it's not it's not the sil- silver bullet, but I I think it's a step in the right direction. But again, now now we're kind of getting into stuff that I'd I'd really um, yeah. We'll wait until when Matthew gets back, and Matthew will not be here next time either. Just so you know, he's on assignment. He's on he's on one assignment this time, and he's on another <laughs> assignment next time. So when he gets back, he'll. Yes, his his assignment this time is have have fun over the, the Labor Day weekend. <laughs> sort of as far kinda. as I know, he's working. It's a working vacation, but it, yes. Well, yes. you know, it, we well we you we use on on assignment. You know, it's in it, you know it's in name only. You know, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Oh yeah, he's yeah. There, there have been a okay. rainbow next week. So oh the next, yeah. So yeah. actually, he will be on assignment. So. Anyway, just, yeah, we are. Yeah, we are com- kind of coming up on. Here nor there. <laughs> we are coming up on uh, ho- hockey pre preseason and, and all that, and so. and by by extension, we're we're slowly getting towards hoodie weather. So you know, 
<laughs> so, says the man who loves Hoodie. hoodies. <laughs> uh, I care, well, you got enough of them. Anyway. Hey, I don't. I, it's not like I'm filling an entire room with hoodies. It's like every, every time I. I can't talk. I'm a clothes horse, so I will just keep my mouth shut. But anyway. <laughs> but I mean, it, I mean, with every every hoodie I've bought, I, I've. Bought? I bought <laughs> every hoodie that I've bought. I, I've I've got I've got I've gotten I I had to get rid of some something else. So you know it's it's a you know it's a net zero I, change. You know <laughs> I try to do that. I don't always. I'm not always successful. But. Yeah, I I have I haven't necessarily been successful at that all the time either. <laughs> well, so. we have to do that out of necessity because we just don't have the room. But um, and I have two and I and I have two residences. Because I stay here some, some part of the time, and I stay with Peter part of the time, and I still don't have enough room for my stuff. So yeah, I I need to whittle down some of my stuff. And la- last weekend, I I was kind of go- going through uh, some of the clutter in our in our living room, so that so you know there's been more fr- fresh on my mind, and so yeah. <laughs> We'll get there eventually. <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm just I'm 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 not I'm not a fan of some summer weather. <laughs> like, I would rather just, be too cold than yeah. too hot because I can always put on a layer. Yeah, it's it's easier to warm up than it is to cool down. Exactly, <laughs> so. exactly. Especially when you have conditions where your your endocrine system is going, which is what mine is doing right now. So um, but at least I'm not having the hot flashes like I was before. So, yay! Yeah, and yay uh, for my hormones finally settling. <laughs> so yeah, spring, spring, and fall are definitely my uh, fa- my fa- favorite uh, fa- favorite seasons. Um, I hate spring. I always go through this really dark depression, it lasting anywhere from two two weeks to three months. Um, just. There, there, I have my reasons for that, but it just triggers spring. Mm-hmm. Spring sucks. And then summer just is hot. And I, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, I, I'm not uh, like a big fan of winter, but I prefer winter over summer. I, again, for what, for what we said before, it's easier to warm up. <laughs> well, and they do, and they say, they're saying that we're going to have an earlier winter. It's going to be earlier than what we're expecting, and hmm. it's probably going to last longer than what we're. So that's an interesting little tidbit. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of it's interesting to kind of with uh, with glo- global warming, which which is a, which is a real thing, by the way. <laughs> I don't know how many global warming den- deniers we have uh, listening or watching, but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's just in, interesting to kind of see how um how that kind of play, plays with uh when when you know like certain like w- the weather of certain seasons kind of set sets in it's kind of funny because peter and i were talking the other day and he was he was talking about how he was telling me how like because of the the way that it's like there's a cycle mm-hmm. every like millions of years, however X a million, however, um, and we're off just a couple of degrees, and so in order for the weather to, you know, be consistent, you have to be in a certain rotation, mm-hmm. the, and we're not. We're we're off course a little bit, and just every every ten, fifteen, twenty years, we're off just at like a half a degree. And it just it affects well, it. It affects it affects things. Well, yeah, it's uh, that that's due to like the pull from from other other planets mm-hmm. that kind of play with the the angle of our axes, which is usually like or be, be in, like in the low twenty mm-hmm. low low twenty degrees off, offset, and some and it also kind of plays with our with our orbit around around the sun a mm-hmm. little bit. So yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we, we definitely need to, I mean, on the subject of global warming, we definitely need as a, as a global society, we definitely need need to start moving towards, uh, renewable 
sources because we have this big blazing thing thing in the sky just sending you know solar energy our 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 way all the all this time and you know we're not really harnessing a lot of it right but um there there was one there was one thing i uh want that uh did uh come uh come come to my attention that i want that i wanted to that i thought might be an in, interesting uh topic um i saw it, it on uh instagram it it, uh, it was someone someone posted a picture of it and i i i couldn't i couldn't t- tell you what the what what the cat what the caption was what they wrote wrote below it but the the picture def- definitely grabbed me and if you're watching the video version you uh see it here on the on on screen uh it's called ikigai i think i think that's um, pronouncing it right but it's a complicated venn diagram of like uh it's it's it well underneath it says a japanese concept meaning a reason for being so and it's a diff, it's a complicated venn diagram with one circle being what you love Another circle, another large circle in what you are good at. And then a third one that says what you can be paid for. And a fourth, what the world needs. And then there, there's diff, um, there, and the varying uh, intersections like where uh, you're good, good at and love just meets as passion. And then love and what the world needs is mission. And then paid for and needs is vocation, and then good good at and and paid for is kind of link links uh, uh, profession, and then there's the and then there's intersections with it within those with like diff, different uh, explanations. Uh, what what's your thought thought uh, when when you uh, what are your thoughts when you when when you look at this? I was just looking at it just now, so... Okay. (laughs) I don't know that I have any thoughts. No, but this is very similar. I mean, you know, I I do have a degree in criminology, criminal justice. I have a degree in sociology with an emphasis on uh, deviant behavior. So I had to take a lot of, like, psychology courses, that kind of thing, sociology, that kind of thing, and we do a lot of this kind of mapping mm-hmm. it, it, it reminds me of a mind map if that makes sense okay um so um just a different way of organizing it i guess but but two two of the uh two two of the little intersection s- spots that 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 kind of in- interests me are where are the or the the tri- the trisect or whatever what the world needs what you're good at and what you love is like delight and fullness but no wealth and then um and mm-hmm. and on the opposite uh we're paid for good at and needs is comfortable but fe- feeling of em- of emptiness like where um like yeah you're you're get you're getting paid for what what you're doing and and you know you're a- you're able to you know provide for yourself but you're not um you're not doing what you love and i think this this is a really good I- illustration of why it's so why 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 the inner interplay of all, of these four of, of of these four things is so so difficult for 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 people to balance well it reminds me of the saying you know do what you love and love what you do because otherwise you're not living life you're kind of just existing and i've kind of been there i mean i'm kind of at that crossroads i'm kind of figuring out what i'm going to do about my writing and i'm kind of at that you know um it's almost delight and fullness, but no wealth, and I'm okay with that because I'd rather be happy than rich. And I know that that sounds um, contradictory. And I have a job that I really enjoy, and but but it's not it's not feeding my creativity. Mm-hmm. So I need I need a balance. So I need to I need to find a way to. Feed my passion for writing, my exp- my self expression, 
It's not even writing. It's just that self-expression. That part of it is kind of missing. So I'm trying to figure, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to change that. I'm making a lot of changes, um, mostly to do with my health, physical health, mental health, and spiritual health. It all, it's all entangled in there. So you could kind of relabel this that way. Yeah. Um, you could look at it a different way. So it's just, a, a, but it reminds me of, you know, do what you love, love what you do. And because kind of the, the two kind of inter, two kind of spots I, I, I think I'm aiming to bounce between are where the, where the love needs and paid for all intersect and where love good, good at and paid for intersect. So the where one that mm -hmm. says excitement and complacency, but sense of, of uncertainty and satisfaction, but feeling of uselessness. So, I mean, th that's kind of where I'm, um, cause I, I definitely want to, you know, incorporate, you know, doing what I, I love and get paid for it, but kind of ba balance in between doing what the world needs and, and, you know, also what, you know, what I'm, I'm good at doing, but, but yeah, I think this is a real good il illustration of how diff difficult of a balance that this really is. Well, and if you look, if you're doing all of it, you're, you're always going to have that uncertainty. You're going to have that feeling of an, of useless uselessness. You're going to have that feeling of emptiness. I think that, the, and you're going to have that feeling of not having the monetary wealth. I think that that just comes as part of the package. It's part of the ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think this is a good illustration of that because you're going to have a little of that no matter what you do. So that's my opinion. <laughs> so anyway, um, that, that, yeah. Um, <laughs> she didn't, didn't really come, come with a, a lot to the table today. We were both, we're both kind of in like kind of in weird spots, but one story that both, that both caught, caught us was, uh, sort of, uh, e-cigarettes. E <laughs> yeah, yeah, we both we both we've both been part partaking. Um, we both both seen stories of people of people getting like go going into e ERs with like serious pul pulmonary well, problems and. Let's start. Let's back up. Okay. Mostly, it's been teenagers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And of course, they can't get anything legally, so they're getting black market. Um, they're also um eighty percent. 80 to 90% of the people who are having these issues are also getting THC oil um, on the black market. And so that's causing what's, what's, you know, your lungs aren't even developed. Your body's not done developing. Your brain's not done developing until you're in your mid twenties. Um, so, you know, well, for some, it takes longer than that, at least well, for the brain development part. I think, <laughs> well, anyway, well, physiologically, I'm not talking about common sense. I'm talking okay. about oh, physiologically. Physiologically, okay. all right, just gotcha. Because your brain continues to grow, um, and it, it just um, there are some people like like me. We'll, we'll just talk about that. Where I was always two years, at least one or two years behind my peers emotionally, and. Um, I think that, you know, I had, there was nothing wrong with my intelligence. I had above average intelligence. Common sense, on the other hand, not, no, I didn't have com common sense. God gave a grasshopper. I still don't. It runs in my family. Neither one of my brothers do either. So, I, you know, it, it's something, especially when it comes to money. Oh, my God. My brother, my my brother and I are really bad about that, and we get that from my dad. Um, thanks, Dad. Um, and um, it's not even a biological thing um, because my brother is actually my stepbrother, so that was my dad was his stepdad. But still, we somehow picked up. We are horrible with money, and a lot my, of people are, <laughs> you know. But uh, when it, you know, but there's nothing wrong with my. I have above average intelligence. I am, I, 
I'm smarter than the average bear, okay? But sometimes I make really stupid decisions and I do really stupid things. And then you wonder, you know, so anyway. So, but I, my point is the brain physiologically doesn't mm-hmm. stop developing and neither does the body. The, your lungs are not fully formed. So if you're doing this stuff before your body is able to handle it anyway, and then you're adding all kinds of gross chemicals that you don't even, that are not regulated. It's no wonder that they're having this problem. Yeah. And and it is an epidemic. And so there's a big, there's a big push in, I can't think of it. I want to say it's Idaho. I want to say I, 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 it's some big, it's, it's a, it's a fairly big city, but they are trying to outlaw vaping completely. The vaping industry is fighting back. They're saying, no, this stuff is coming from, it's coming from unregulated sources and we're following the rules. You should not penalize us. Yeah, one um, from from what I from the three articles that I read, and I couldn't I I I'm, I'm not sure what the names of the sor- sources were, but um, to, from the three or- articles that I've read, that there there may, someone actually bought like a, like actual vape, vape vape juice from a store, then in, inject and then in, inserted like T- THC oil into it, and who knows and who knows what else, and sold it to them on the bla- um, off the street. So t- um, all all of them men- mentioned this that it that they they that THC was involved in one way or another. Other, and it was on on it, it was on on the black market. It was the, none none of the none of the stories I I read said m- mentioned that these were all you know just off. It was using the e juice, but that was bought bought off of like you know from you know where from all of the vape vape shops. Well, and the other thing you need to be aware of is if you're if you're getting foreign tobacco. Um. You don't know what their process is. They're, it's not regulated the way it is in the United States. We regulate, our regulations are different. So if you're getting foreign, I, I had, I, I bought the thing of juice. Well, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if they got them from foreign sources. No, but... I'm saying, I'm saying, let me finish. Oh, sorry. In the juice, it says, on the bottle, it says, tobacco, all to, uh, foreign grown tobacco. Now, the tobacco that I get now, the juice that I get, it's called Naked, and it's American-made, and it doesn't have any of the icky stuff in it. It has very little in it. So are they so are they naked when they make it? No. <laughs> it's called Naked because it doesn't have much in it, and that's the point. Um, so you, you got to know your source. Mm-hmm. Know your source about where you, where your stuff is coming from, Read the labels, and it's kind of you would think that you wouldn't have to do that. You would just take it from a trusted source, but be aware. Yeah, the the ones that I I buy, the like the big big the main in- ingredients are like water, gli- mm-hmm. gli- uh, glycerin, gl- yeah, gl- mm-hmm. glycerin, and like some uh, some vet- vegetable oil, and obviously nic- nicotine. So uh, you know that so. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, a little uh, reticent to, but you know, there, there's, there's, I know there's like blue BLU that that you can buy at like Seven Elevens and mm-hmm. other prepackaged stuff. I'm, I'm a little uh, reticent to buy those because they're made by the same companies that make the cigarettes. Now wait, now I've <laughs> used the blue. There's nothing wrong with it. But it doesn't tell you what's in it. Right. When you have the prepackaged, you you don't know. You don't know. Because think of it this way. When you buy prepackaged food, okay, the ingredients are one thing. But what do they put in it to preserve it? What are the preservatives? Yeah, they, they list those, it's, though. Well, I'm just saying. But if you read, read the actual ingredients, then mm-hmm. the preservatives are separate. And it's usually lots and lots of salt, lots of sodium, lots of... Even I read I read an article this last week from a guy who is like CEO of um uh, escaped me um a health food chain okay and he says you know 
getting plant-based foods, plant you know, um, for instance, Burger King now has... Oh, yeah, the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. The Impossible Whopper. It tastes just like beef, okay? The problem is it's highly, highly processed. And it's Whole Foods. That's what it was. And the guy from Whole Foods was saying, you know, um, it's not as healthy for you as you think it is because it's highly, highly processed and your body doesn't know what to do with it. So just be aware. Just be aware of what, what goes in your body and, you know, and, and you take a risk. I mean, nicotine is a drug mm-hmm. and you do take a risk. But it's just a matter of, you know, I don't think what they're experiencing, the epidemic, I put that in quotes, <laughs> that they're experiencing are from young people who have no business smoking anymore. Because their bodies simply are not built for it. Mm-hmm. Not that anybody, not that you can right. justify it. It's a vice. And I don't care. <laughs> but that's my choice. I make that choice. And I'm old enough, believe me, I'm pre-white and way over 21. And I can make that choice. So just something to think about. Um, and I think that the regulators, I think you're seeing a lot in the news about it. Because it's a lot of... Because like 17 teenagers have been hospitalized and they've had at least, I think, two or three deaths. Mm-hmm. And like a, I, I, I read in a on very the... small period of time. Mm-hmm. So I understand why they're pushing for it. And I understand, you know, what the hell, you know, and this one city is saying nobody should smoke at all. Just quit vaping at all because it's all bad for you. And that's not 100 percent true. That's just not. Well, gra- it's granted, true. it's not like vaping's like incredibly good for you either. No, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not poison the way that they're identifying it as poison. Fair, fair now, point. I'm not fair saying point. that it's not poison. I'm just saying it's not poison. It's it's not it's not anything to fear. Um, I think if you educate yourself, then you make your own choices for your own self. So that's that's what I think of that news story. Yeah, and I mean, what, I mean, when you're with 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 en- with anything that you buy, buy, you know, on the black market, you really don't know what's in it, you know, because who because who knows what you know what that person decided to in- inject in- into what whatever <laughs> what what into what whatever you're purchasing, and who knows you know how how that affects you. <laughs> We've talked before now. Um... You know, we've talked before that I use, uh, I use marijuana for medical purposes, and I go to the dispensary and I make my own joints. I don't know. I don't want. I don't want a pre-rolled joint. I don't know what else you're sticking in there as a filler, and I'm sure that it's nothing. Um, I'm not saying that. I'm just. You never know. You don't know unless you're mm. watching it be done. You don't know, and okay. it only take. You know, it takes somebody not knowing what they're doing to or somebody who who i mean look at the tylenol scare where somebody got a hold of tylenol and yeah. you know inj- so it, you take a risk no matter what you do but at least that way i have a little more control mm-hmm. i can but- control i can see it i can look at it that doesn't mean that i know what it's been treated with well to i mean to to be fair though they i mean the 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 pre-roll joints that the dispensary sells, they're still on. Un- those also are being those, yeah, those are still under the same regulations as a, as a, you know just buying straight flour. Right, <laughs> right. The whole thing is regulated. Right, and that's why we live in a state where it's legal and it's heavily regulated. And yes, it's heavily taxed. I purchased something today, um, and we have it where uh, certain. Um, dispensaries, you can actually do it online. Now, you can't pay online. You have to go in and actually show them your ID and actually pick it up that way. Mm-hmm. But you can order it online. So especially if they have sale we'll items. Reserve it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's only certain items. It's not everything. So um, for Labor Day, they're having a big sale. So I did it that way. But, you know, I the, the sales tax is, is astronomical. But it has to be that way. You can't have the regulation without the taxation. You right. You can't. You can't have it both ways. So I'm, I'm, 
I don't complain about the taxation, but I was a little surprised by it. Going, that's a little high, but I understand why they do. It. So yeah, I'd I'd rather be paying paying that at that extra tax than dealing with the fear of because because uh-huh. we we both come we uh-huh. both come come from uh, from a time where you go to somebody's house, you know that that a friend of you knows. And you know you buy how, however much, and then you're then that that drive back from the other to to, to your own place. The entire time was like, okay, is there a red, red, any police any policeman around here? <laughs> and then you know, and all and also the cost. Uh, you know, if if you do and end up you know meet meeting uh, Joe Joe Law or what whatever, and then and then the you know the the uh, the consequences uh, of that that's much you know i'd i'd rather be pay, paying the taxes than mm-hmm. having to deal with that well and it's funny because i never smoked marijuana i never had anything to do with it until i went into law enforcement which is really funny when i went to school for law enforcement you sneak, sneaking into became, the evidence cabinet no no <laughs> but it became it became legal while i was going to school for oh that. right so right that, so i didn't do it while it was illegal I didn't do it when it was illegal. I've, I lived in Texas. Um, I may have told the story before, but I know you know it. Um, I lived in Texas, and my boyfriend at the time was a probation officer, and he did pot, and I refused to do it. And he thought it was really bad because I would go outside and I'd smoke a cigarette, and he would like he would he would shame me for that, but yet he would smoke pot in the house and then be paranoid about it. And this is what I would hear out here. Shh, do you hear, he'd be like, shh, do you smell that? Dude, that's not even the same scent. (laughs) He'd get our cat high. Oh Lord, he got the cat high. (laughs) Oh boy. And the cat loved it. And one cat, if if you lit up a cigarette. Well, and cats act high all the time anyway. She's funny, she was funny. She, her name was Boo. So we had Scout and Boo. Yes, we had Scout and Boo. Okay. So Scout, if you if you lit up a cigarette, you lit up a cigarette, she would literally fake cough, <laughs> lay on the floor and do this dramatic fall. I mean, she was a weird cat. She would like, fa- she would. Is there, is there such thing as a normal cat? But she would fake faint. <laughs> she would fake faint if you, so if you even, so I'd get out the cigarette pack and she'd start going, <laughs> I'm like, you dumb cat. I already know. I'm going outside. But if he lit up, a, uh, he lit up a, a joint or a pipe, boy, she was right in his face, blowing on me, blowing on me. And so she'd get, her brother would get high. Her brother, oh, that, that cat was psychotic anyway. Um, I think he thought his name was, God damn it, get off the counter, because we screamed it at him enough. But uh, so just, you know, it's just funny that... Um, when I went into, you know, when I decided to go into law enforcement, um, which I don't do now, which is kind of funny. I'm not even in that industry anymore, but I went to school for it. And it's just kind of, it's kind of funny that um, I never did anything. I, di- I didn't want to do it until it was. And I believed, okay, we got to have regulation. We got to have the taxes. You got to have all that or it doesn't work. Yeah. It just doesn't yeah. work. And I don't want, and I don't want that paranoid Oh. That paranoia on top of the anxiety I'm already dealing with, which is why I'm doing pot in the first place, um, I don't need that. So, you know, can't have it two ways. Yeah, there, there are times I had to buy extra just to overcome <laughs> just to <laughs> overcome that, par- that paranoid drive back home. It's uh-huh. like, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I, I take that back. I think that we, I think that, I think I might have done it one time. And it was, and it was just, um, I didn't like it. It made me feel, I was looking over my shoulder. I think I did it one time. I did it at a um, family member uh, wedding reception. And it was afterwards, and everybody had gone to bed. And here comes her sons, and we busted them. Share. <laughs> Come on. So you know, I was probably a little tipsy too. So you know, I think I think that's the only time though, and I didn't like it. And I said, nope, I'm not going to do it as a matter of principle. Oh, and so just something 
weird. Well, and also drinking before before smoking. There, there's a little yeah. Uh, um, Physiologically, yeah, I don't like that either. I, well, I either have to do one or the other. Well, one one um, the, uh, it was sixteen years ago now. Um, <laughs> no, six, 16 years ago, I did a worked, I, I worked overseas in London and I, I was, I was take, taking a week, weekend, um, uh, like the, I went through, uh, what is, uh, B-U-N-A-C, which is, which is now, which is now a totally different company. But, mm-hmm. um, the, um, I went with a group, group on a weekend trip to Amsterdam and I kind of made, made a few friends at the hostel I was staying at in London. And one of them, he, 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 he was, uh, you know, he's from Amsterdam and he, he's like, and you know, I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm going to Amsterdam this weekend. I was like, okay, I want you to promise me something. <laughs> it's like, there, there, there is a, there is a rule. And I'm like, what, like, what, what rule? He's like, no, no. The cannabis in Amsterdam is like nothing, nothing you, you, you've had, which at, it, which in the early 2000s, he was right. I mean, back, back then, you know, the cheap swag was still, you know, really part of the market. And so it's, it's not, it, it definitely wasn't at the, um, the like the you know how to pro- how to grow plants properly wasn't as uh what what wasn't as developed your as um as it as it is now and he's like okay there's one rule you can smoke and then drink you can't drink and then smoke i'm like okay yeah whatever i br- i broke that rule the first night <laughs> <laughs> and in Am- Amsterdam, like they're all like ev- every like all of the uh, all all of the bars are they're all like little holes in the wall. Like m- mm-hmm. like maybe like you could fit like maybe forty people in 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 each one, maybe, and that that would be a big one. And they they uh, they either uh, serve like Heineken or Amstelite, which which. which the the uh, here, here's a little um the the initial the the initial name for the for for the city was Amsteladam because the it's the the name of the river is Amstel and if it wasn't for the dams the entire city would be underwater mm-hmm. <laughs> so and but and you know a little aside there and you know then so you know I had like two or two or three two or three beers which you know that's yeah. You know, it's, it's, and, and, you know, we're not like talking Guinness here, which that's another story. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, (laughs) and so, you know, but, but we're not, we're not talking like, like Keystone or Coors either. So, you know, we're talking like, you know, like standard, you know, you know, and then, then we, then we went into a coffee shop and we start, you know, started passing joint joints around and, you know, I'm like, all right, we're just chilling in Amsterdam. All right, this is good. And, and then, all right, the spin is ruining just a little bit. It's good. Uh, the spin is ruined. <laughs> and then, like, two two or three people, like, almost almost in sync, turn, turn towards, like, are you okay, Ryan? <laughs> it's like, are you doing, are you doing okay? And, and so, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you like not remember how you got back? Well, well, yeah. It it was it was a good thing that I went with the group. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd still be there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which may be a good or a bad thing. I don't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, they um, they like the um, we we stayed in a hotel like out like almost out by the airport. And so we had to, we took, it was like a 10 or, tw- you know, t- how, however long of a, because we char- chartered a bus. And so they're, you know, like the bus driver's like, okay, yeah, we'll fer- ferry everyone out to the, uh, out to, you know, city, city center. And at such and such, such and such time, we're, you know, we'll, we'll, 
take whoever back and then you know af- after that time you're in charge of your transportation and so they're like okay, okay we got to get him to the bus because <laughs> we don't want to be dragging this this guy around who knows <laughs> and you know we, we want to make sure that he's at least in the hotel <laughs> and then you know from that point you know it was a uh, bit of a haze after that <laughs> so so yeah i can i can nev- definitely under understand you know if you're if you're you know pre-tipsy <laughs> if you are pre-tipsied or uh, uh i don't know uh be- before you tried the first time i can i can definitely i can definitely under i can definitely see how that would be a bad experience <laughs> yeah but uh what was our point oh the the regulation and just nicotine needs to be regulated the same way. It should be regulated. Maybe not as hard. Maybe not as. Maybe the taxes not so so intense, but it does. It's they're scrutiny, you know, buy legally. Don't buy in the black market. Yeah, exactly. But and know. don't buy when you're underage because your body just can't. Your body isn't equipped to be able to. Right. So that's the whole point. <laughs> hey, there's a show title. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think that was my point. <laughs> was was there a point? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. It's all a haze. <laughs> oh, there's another good one. <laughs> so any anyway. <laughs> and we're both sober, which is kind of weird, but anyway. <laughs> yeah <laughs> this, this is how it goes sometimes so um yeah i just I, again i didn't come to the table with very very many i've i've been nah. you know i've been this you know up, up to my eye, eyebrows dealing dealing with code for the for the past week i you know i'm just glad we have a three-day weekend so i could you know s- stop looking at it cross-eyed <laughs> So anyway, um, so yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a good place to stop. Yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, okay. That's definitely a good place to stop. So, um, so we do thank you for watching or listening, and we do appreciate any feedback. So please comment using the channels found on hopodcast.net. And please check out our YouTube channel at bit.ly slash hovpodcast underscore YouTube, all lowercase. And if you want to stay up to date, please uh, like, uh, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and or tune in. Okay, so actually, a uh, quick note about a uh, spo- uh, little uh, thing here for the post show is that uh, Spotify for podcasts on Sp- Spotify they they've kind of been on a ba- on a beta thing, and re- recently uh, they they did a full release of it, and so we saw uh, an up- uptick in our in our li- listeners. So thank thank you for check uh, checking us out. Um, I, uh, so, but we gotta, we gotta give this thing a title. So, um, we got, it's net- all a haze. <laughs> okay. That's, that's definitely at the top of the list. Um, also have net zero gain, e- ikigai balance. Eh, well, I don't know about that. It's not poison. And that's the whole point, <laughs> but I think it's, it's all a haze is, <laughs> I think that one wins I think out. That one wins. <laughs>